BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Give Trend Back My Son, or Give Me Back My Trend, whichever way you prefer. Um, that's courtesy of Frog Eggs, who in the Discord said just rewatched Ransom last night. Whoa, who's watching <laughs> Ransom right now? I'm wondering if it's on TNT or, or one of these channels, but it, okay. even it feels a little old for that, right? Like TNT has moved on to other movies that they constantly replay. Like they're not, they're no longer replaying Ransom, are they? Rand's Trend? No, that doesn't really work. Anyways, um, <laughs> producer, <laughs> producer Brian says, yeah, they've moved on to movies like Payback. <laughs> other Gibsonian classics. I am Jack and I'm thrilled to be joined by TDZ writer J.M. McNabb. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Uh, let's tell the people what's trending, shall we? Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot uh, has lost her re-election bid, did not get enough votes to participate in the April 4th runoff election, making her the first incumbent elected Chicago mayor to lose re-election since 1983. I think that's at least partially due to the fact that Chicago is like the most corrupt, like machine run political city traditionally. So, right. Yeah. Like how long was the Penguin mayor for? Right. A while. The Penguin. Yeah. yeah. Penguin was running shit. She ultimately fell behind because of running from the middle. Yeah. One candidate 
ran decidedly to her right, another campaign far to her left, and it just feels like there's not really... It's tough. It's tough time to... Like, you can't really have a coherent position without picking a side, and not because, like, things are so extreme on the left, but because the right has gotten so extreme, so by being in the middle, you're kind of mostly a fascist still, um, is kind of what it comes back to. Like at one point she raised the bridges in Chicago during the black lives matter protest of 2020, um, to prevent people from being able to like move around in the city. Um, Yeah. I remember hearing that. That's messed up. I I know I was just joking about the penguin, but that does sound like something from Batman. It it sounds like the, uh, Nolan Batman movie. Yeah. You know, anyways, Brandon Johnson, is one of the candidates who got enough votes to make it to the runoff. Uh, Brandon Johnson stumped on reopening mental health clinics. And Paul Vallis is the one who ran to the right, uh, ran on a tough on crime platform backed by the cops. Uh, so it seems like Chicago uh, has a pretty clear choice to make there. I don't know, but we, we shall see. Uh, we yeah. haven't seen the, the right wing scare craziness uh work to this point but um, yeah and technically i think they're all they were all democrats running like all the candidates were yeah yeah but yeah it's matter of degrees yeah like i mean la just had a similar showdown between two democrats one of whom was a billionaire mall developer (laughs) (laughs) who was a republican as recently as like a year ago but (laughs) you just technically have to be a democrat to even get people to pay attention to you so anyways uh let's talk about what's really on people's minds and that is the stand-up scene in claw is if you haven't seen it I thought what I was watching was yet another example of how movies are just hopeless at ever getting stand-up comedy right. Like, they're just will never... And I, I don't blame movies for anything other than attempting to put stand-up comedy in a movie. Like, not a non-documentary or stand-up special. Like, it's just having an actor recite written words as a stand-up comedian always 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 is bad so that's what i thought i was watching was like wait they did it again with a movie called claw that you just hadn't heard of and that's what it is kind of for a while i feel like it's just the actor is like you know just doing a bad impression of a stand-up comedian um, but her set is all about being chased by a raptor and there's like some crowd <laughs> shots thrown in in between and like her friend, she's like, my friend over here, he gets it. He knows. And like, he laughs at the top of his lungs and then audibly says, mm, as he takes a sip of his drink, <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's wild. Uh, and then and it's at the laugh factory too. It like is it's not just some factory. generic club yeah. or something. Yeah. It could be confused with like, they did a good job in terms of recreating like what footage from a standup special would look like that took place at the laugh factory until the very end when a dinosaur bursts through the wall behind her and apparently it is a dream sequence so it's just a lot of strange choices happening i don't 
excuse it for being a dream sequence. Dream sequences for me, I, I am a staunch anti-dream sequence uh, proponent in films. I, I, oh, really? Have your kids never seen the last like two minutes of The Wizard of Oz? Right. Yeah. Just like banned. <laughs> yeah. Where we, this all really happened. I'm a I'm a Wizard of Oz truther. Uh, I <laughs> the whole thing happened, and they just tacked that on to confuse us. But there is really a land of Oz. Um. So you saw this clip, and being the diligent internet researcher, you were like, I have to see this in context, and went and watched the end of Claw. So why is any of this happening? Well, I don't know because I only watched the end of it. I did not. Okay. I, if I was really diligent, I would have like set aside an hour and a half this morning and watched all of Claw. But I saw right. the viral clip like everybody and I wanted to see it in context. So I found Claw. It's on Tubi. And uh, I watched the end of it. And yeah, it's like, I guess after the whole movie's about like this, uh, this couple that are yeah fleeing from a raptor in like a ghost town or some deserted town. And then at the end, yeah, there's this, it's like a year later and, uh, the, the woman's giving, uh, her stand up set, you know, it's the clip we see. And then the dinosaur, uh, bursts in at the end, but then yeah, she wakes up and it was just a dream, but then she's like in bed with the guy and then just the same thing happens in their bedroom and then it ends. And oh. it's like, well, there was no reason that had to be a dream. It was, it was like better in the comedy club. Right. It was more exciting and visually interesting. Like you really didn't need, it was like, they were like, Oh, you know, we promised it would be like 88 minutes, not 86 minutes. Right. We should really yeah. make this a dream. It feels like they saw the cut together footage of the stand up thing. And we're like, okay, this feels like a surreal, bad acid trip. So we're going to make it a dream and then do a double scare, du double fake out scare. But so yeah, takes place in a world where raptors are real. So it, it is, yeah, I, I, I'm very confused by, it seems like it's just a schlocky B movie, I guess, is, is the answer to all my questions. It did make me want to see like the, you know, the movies in between, like the Jurassic Park movies where this would be stand up. Like, you know, people right. would actually have bits about like right. the dinosaur attacks that routinely happen. That is the movie that I think the Jurassic World franchise really left on the table is just a movie that takes place in the livid day world where dinosaurs actually happen. And you are just like checking the like dinosaur report, like you would check the weather report <laughs> to see yeah. if there were, if the dinosaurs were out today or if you could go to school, you know? Right. Um, that totally. seems very interesting to me. Um, they didn't, do that according to people who saw the the last one that ostensibly like had the premise of like it's years later dinosaurs are loose but it was mainly like they found a way to like put it back on the island somehow oh yeah they were just like yeah they had an interesting premise and then like five minutes into it they're like two years later we've created a new dinosaur park i was like what <laughs> what <laughs> Why the fuck are you doing that and what does the stand-up special look like in this in this world you guys exactly all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. And we're back. And speaking of stand-up, uh, there was a rumor going around that Tom Brady was reportedly considering trying his hand at stand-up comedy. Uh, I think this is just the world wants so badly to see this man humiliated that they invented <laughs> this story. Like that's, The news works that way sometimes. Sometimes like the unconscious, just something is so urgently desired there that they create that reality in the news. Um, and they, they, people want to see Tom Brady try his hand at stand up, but I don't think it's happening because you know, that there, there was a report from radar online that like Tom Brady was considering stand up his team, his inner circle hated the idea. Uh, and then it was immediately like TMZ came through with the not true, not true. Actually, uh, Tom is not going to try stand up. He just wants to spend time with his family and he might be doing a comedy central roast. Um, right. Which, yeah. yeah. What if the article was like, he's got a tight five about Raptors, but he's not, <laughs> right. he's not going to perform it. Yeah. 
we blew it here. We should have responded to this, not with derision, but with just friendly encouragement when we heard that Tom Brady was considering stand-up so that we could get to watch Tom Brady try stand-up comedy. Yeah. And then eventually watch Tom Brady become the Joker when it doesn't work out. <laughs> right. KFC is bringing back the Double Down. Are, are you familiar? Did the Double Down even make it to Canada? Yes, I think it did. Yeah. But I mainly uh, heard about it through that Patton Oswalt bit. Right. About KFC. It was a cultural happening. I don't know why I asked it. Like, it's, you, you don't get the same news up there. Um, right. <laughs> yes. It, so this is two pieces of fried chicken that are treated as the buns on a sandwich with like some vague, is it just bacon, like fast food bacon in between and a lot of mayonnaise. Um, but the idea is the chicken is the bun, the chicken is the bread, and then mayonnaise is the meat in the sandwich, essentially. What? Um, <laughs> It's yeah. I've always wondered, like, how do you eat it? Like, doesn't it aren't isn't the chicken that's replacing the bread too hot on your hands? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Like, that is kind of the structural conceit of a sandwich: is that the the bread makes it so that you can eat the hot interior. But right, yeah, you need double down gloves to they, they need to be offering <laughs> double down gloves. I oh think, no, the gloves are also made of chicken. <laughs> Gloves are made of the <laughs> fried crispy chicken skin. Uh, Super producer Victor, who added this story to the doc, is informing us it's bacon and cheese. Uh, I, there is also a sauce. I, I do remember there being like a orange, red, pink-ish sauce, and that's also in there. Um, I, I don't think I tried it. This was also at an era when. KFC had the bowls, which uh, I was I was a big fan of. Um, so I was I was more into that. It feels like this is how nature is like balancing things out. Uh, yeah, with vaccinations and everything, it's like, well, people are getting a little too healthy. Let's bring <laughs> yeah. the double down back. Yeah, Elvis is. P- people were like that movie wasn't very good, and everybody <laughs> like so many people went to see it. Uh, and the lead actor got nominated. Elvis is apparently like going to be a cultural thing. And so Netflix just released a trailer. I mean, I, the, this probably was in the works long before that, but Elvis is powerful, powerful force in, in American pop culture. And the people behind Archer are making a animated series in which the premise behind Elvis's drug-fueled trip to Nixon's White House gets made into a reality. Yeah, that's so but, weird. Because it's also one of the creators or producers is Priscilla Presley. Right. Who's in it, who plays herself. But it's like, yeah, this was just like a thing your husband thought when he was like at his worst. Yeah. So for people who aren't aware... Elvis one time took a trip to Nixon's White House with a golden revolver in tow, like gave a golden handgun to Nixon. You can see pictures of it. Nixon looks visibly uncomfortable, which I I guess Nixon kind of tends to look visibly uncomfortable, but um, I have to imagine he was very nervous. Uh, Elvis was presumably out of his mind on prescription drugs, but something that I didn't know before the story was that he 
was like all the drugs he did were prescribed to him and he was very like staunchly anti-street drugs. Right. And yeah. So he went to Nixon and pitched that he would be America's undercover drug czar and like would help Nixon in like just be King Narc, be Nixon's undercover drug guy who takes out uh dangerous drug users like the Beatles. Like, I think that was specifically a part of his pitch was that he yeah. would go undercover and like get the information that would allow Richard Nixon to take down dangerous countercultural forces like the Beatles. And they seem to have been like, yeah, what if that, that reality actually happened and he was a secret agent? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he's like a super spy. He's not just like, yeah, narking on Ringo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It seems it's seems like they were just like, what if Archer was Elvis? Right. Yeah, I think one of the guys is an, is an Archer writer. Who did yeah, it. and Elvis is voiced by Matthew McConaughey. So, um, <laughs> it's, I, yeah, yeah, it could be good. I don't know. I watched like the first half of that Elvis movie, and uh, it was Oof. wild. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a movie. It, I mean, it felt like reading a wikipedia article on whatever elvis was on for right for 90 minutes and then i had to turn it off written by elvis well high i feel right. like that was the other thing because he also in the movie is like a civil rights hero instead of a person who was used as like a white figurehead for stealing rock music away from its inventors yeah and there's that guy who uh I can't remember his name now. He co-wrote, like he has a co-writing credit on a lot of Elvis songs. The way Elvis would learn the songs was he would sing them and mail the tapes to Elvis. And when you go, and when you listen to him, like there's a few recordings of him. Like I think he was on Letterman in the 80s or something. And he sounds like Elvis. You're like, oh, even the thing Elvis did, which was his sort of signature style, the way he sang songs, which are stolen from this guy who, you know, I don't, yeah, didn't get note it. for note. Yeah. Anyways, uh, those are some of the things that are trending on this Wednesday, March 1st. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. JM, where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff? You can find me on Twitter at JM McNabb again. There you go. All right. Back tomorrow. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Turbocharge your customer experience results with Nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Calm.